welcome back again. We're now we're on to episode two of the Rigasodes Memory of to- uh, Memoirs of Tony: The Adventures of Latchkey Kid, episode two. Well, now we're going to talk about the quantum years, as Tony would put it. What do you mean by that? Yeah, fast forward. You know, uh, let's let's jump out of uh, early childhood, which there's a lot to talk about, a lot of memories. There's a, you know, bang your gong, get it on. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a hub star, uh, a hub star cap halo. You dirty sweet, and you're my girl. And we jump and from those days, you know, early seventies to the late seventies, and and so there there's. There's a whole lot of fun that goes on there because, you know, now the village kids, we're getting a little bit older. We're still hanging out in in the apartment area, but we're 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 kind of venturing off into doing our activities and and doing what we like to do, uh, bicycle riding, uh, you know, going and hanging out in the mall and walking around and, you know looking at the opposite sex, you know, walking around getting attention, you know, you're feeling your groove, you, you know. Would you call it earlier this week? We called it posing? We were oh, yeah. Posing. We were posing, as Mark would say, uh, and that would be San Carlos, uh, San Carlos kid. Mark, hey, hey, Rig, hey, stop, stop vibing on the girls, man. They don't like it when you're vibe on them, you know. You're supposed to give them a little attention, not supposed to, like, gawk at them, you know. They call that stalking now. Yeah, they call that stalking, I guess, huh? Or creeping. creeping. Yeah, they call that <laughs> creeping. creeping. Yeah, old man's creeping. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so quantum era, we go from bar 49 days, you know, the days of innocence. You can't go back to the dude ranch when you're uh, past 13 years old because the only thing really on your mind is the opposite sex and... And, and the activities take second. So, um, yeah, so we we get a little bit of an introduction to, uh, you know, the Patty Hearst, Jimmy Hoffa thing that was going on and, and fast-forwarding it into high school and influential coach uh, kind of recruits my friend John and I into his cross-country program and you know little do we know that he's like the godfather of like rock climbing and he's a green beret master sergeant and the guy's just a badass and could put you in a finger hold and take you into the office if you're a ruffian like a lot of kids would end up on the other side of the coin on that on that little thing, hey, let's beat the old man up. Well, the old man can kick your ass. So you're not going to be messing around with this guy, you know. He's got a heart of gold as well. And he really knows how to motivate you by getting into your inner self. What was his name? Yeah, Mr. Lansbury. The Triple L. Lauren Lyle. is like a father to me. He's just awesome. To like most anybody that was going to that high school there was a lot of different clans united there the belmont clan meets the san carlos clan so it's uh the tale of two cities meeting together and and an era where there was the dangerous mind thing going on where you know the first week of high school i was uh attacked in the bathroom with a knife by a kid that thought he wanted to, you know, beat me up. <clears throat> so, 
And there were other stories like that too, but uh, that's really where John and I stopped being the two guy hangout to actually finding a group of guys that we affiliate with that we would, you know, the band of brothers. And that's where Jeff and Danny, Danny lived up the, the hill from me. And I say the hill was really more like a 50 foot uh, incline from where I lived. I'd run up the street and we'd, we'd hang out together. And then Danny was hanging out with Jeff and Jeff was a football guy. And then there was Rob, who who was another football guy, and uh, and and Jeff and Rob were on the same team. And then there was uh, uh, John and I. We were on the cross country team. And then there was Danny. So come track time, Danny was was more of a a, a, a stunt man. You know, he kind of had a stunt man attitude at a very young age, and he did a lot of really crazy things. Uh, but <laughs> and there's a lot of stories there. But uh, we, uh, you know, we we actually started hanging out with those guys. Oh, I'd say pretty much the summer of freshman year, or maybe even earlier than that. But I'd have to remember most of the fun times of hanging out with Steve Fry and and Jeff Rizzo and hanging out there in that neighborhood. And they lived across the street from each other, so they they were uh, you know they they always had a lot of freedom to do whatever they wanted to do. ACDC, Highway to Hell uh, albums uh, being released, and I'm hanging out over there at. Uh, at Steve Fry's house drinking the Miller High Life, you know, sitting there and partying it up, having a fun old time, you know. Girls got a rhythm, yeah. I back. just got a t-shirt that says that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so we go we go from there to, to really making a relationship but at that point, there was a lot of personal things going on in my life. And, and then, you know, I transitioned out of having a stepdad that uh, used to kind of abuse me a little bit until uh, we had it out. But that, that goes, you know, fast forward to the new stepdad and the new stepdad uh, decided to uh, move us out of, uh, the apartment. Life was good. His business was good. So we moved to a really nice, uh, apartment neighborhood, which was more of an upscale townhome era area. And, uh, that's when, uh, uh, things really kind of took off. That's when, uh, you know, our friendships blossomed, uh, uh, you know, our endorphins were connecting our hormones and, and, and you know, as we uh, got a little bit more adventurous, we got a little bit more bold and uh, rock climbing days. And, you know, there, there was at least three hours of P.E. every day because we were in the best shapes of our life. We were, you know, athletes. Three hours? Well, yeah, there, there was the morning class conditioning and uh, that was usually a free period for me to get on top of my homework. And yes, I did do some studies. I, I was a pretty decent student. I wasn't the best, but I could focus and get stuff done. So, yeah, 
there there was that and there there was a whole circuit of these uh trails around our house because i was fortunate to live in in the foothills of uh the bay area there so there was a lot of watershed properties which uh i have many many miles going around those trails and they all had like names you know and uh lanzo he used to have it you know we had a conditioning class at 10:30 in the morning so that was his mountaineering class and i was in that class uh, for conditioning so i would do conditioning in the morning and and, and then we had a uh, you know conditioning in the afternoon uh, after 2 2:15 2:20 in the afternoon until 5 o'clock at night so there there was more than 3 hours of training every single day of my high school years. But 3 hours that's a lot of PE. Well, so, so did you was this when you started doing cross country or um was mountaineering even though you you mentioned the conditioning was mountaineering did is that when you started doing the full on mountaineering or was that just a conditioning class called mountaineering I was kind of in there by default there was a lot of other kids that were friends of friends that were older than us and so they had already been in that class so I was automatically even though it was a free period it wasn't really considered I really wasn't in that class Come the end of the year, to my surprise, it ended up going on my report card as another conditioning class, another class that I got an A in. So it brought brought my GPA up to I was a high B plus. So your mom never let you be part of football. Why is that? Well, because I'll get the snot knocked out of me. You know, I was only five, nine and a half, five ten, lanky kid, and uh, although I played a lot of street ball. You know, backyard, uh, uh, mud ball. We we had so much fun playing that in our early days, our grade school, uh, junior high, and then even high school. We'd always have some sort of a, a game, neighborhood game, where we would just beat the snot out of each other, see if we could break bones and things like that. You mean like flag football with... <laughs> no, <Just> we're <laughs> full contact, no pad tackle. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we played. It was uh There are other fun. games we probably play and we can't talk about, but Oh, yeah. We, yeah. yeah. Again, a PG show, yeah. Uh, that's right. Well, maybe the, we'll we'll mark it as explicit one day and we can just mm. let it all hang out, but um those could be the in between episodes, you know. Right. <laughs> it's the late night version episodes. Yes. The naughty. The naughty The show. naughty side. <laughs> <laughs> so, um what else in your middle school years? that were pretty cool and interesting that you can think of. Um, you talked about Rob, you talked about Jeff, you talked about Danny, Steve Fry. And when you talk about John, you're talking about John Burke. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, these guys have been lifetime friends of yours and, you know, you hang out with them long enough. They, they, they've got your back all the time. And I believe the way you met Rob and Jeff is when, Someone wanted something that you owned, and that's how you came oh. fast friends with the football team. Tell oh. me about that. Yeah, well, so this kid Steve Peraldi, we lived in the apartment together. 
I mean, not in the same apartment, in this 15-unit apartment complex. And he was a interesting kid. He loved and hated him, you know. He, he always had a, a big mouth, and my big mouth and his big mouth would clash sometimes. And we would duke it out. And we would just duke it out. And our parents would let us. Well, one day, we were... We're uh, beating the snot out of each other because one thing led to another. And, oh, that's how it's going to be? Oh, okay, you take the first hit. Well, you know, he always took the first hit. So I, you know, I would uh, sit there and go toe-to-toe with this guy. And we would just beat each other up. And so this night, we just wouldn't stop. You know, it's just like, oh, you know, that is that all you got? So um, we ended up beating each other up so badly that our moms both had to uh, keep us out of school Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday that week. I think we beat each other up on Wednesday night, so Thursday, Friday, I was out of school. So Monday comes, and it's after my birthday, and I had a wa- I got a watch on my birthday. It was a nice watch, and I'm walking on campus, uh, junior high. And I get this tap on the shoulder, and boom! I got hit so hard that my watch came off. That's how hard I got hit. I had a latch on my watch, and I got hit so hard, my it flew off of my wrist onto the grass. And I'm on the ground, like sitting there trying to figure out which side's up. And I hear this guy go, Oh, Prawley, that was a good hit, buddy, man. You knocked him out. And I I got up and I'm all yeah now, now give me back my watch, and and uh, and that's when I met Rob and he said well you know I'm gonna have to beat you up if you take his watch but that was a really good hit and at that point that's when Rob and I knew who each other were and we became kind of fast friends, um, not like I was hanging out with him all the time but. We knew who each other were at that point. So when it came to high school, uh, and we started, he he was friends with Jeff. Then, uh, you know, he was one of those kids that had the license and was able to drive around because he was the oldest in our class. So he he was able to drive around. Then Jeff got his license and he was able to drive around. So we we had wheels now. You know, John and I, the latchkey kids, hanging out. <laughs> with each other all throughout from being 10 years old to being 16 now 15 16 you know we're doing all right and we became friends with all the guys on the football team and that's a whole different story there there's a lot of stories there that we we would corroborate at parties and things like that but uh, those were the the hill parties that the police used to like to break up all the time it was just you know just kids. We we got away with a lot of stuff. Back in those days, you can't do that now. Because, mm. you know, people are... <laughs> Liquor laws and parents get a little bit tweaked about that kind of thing nowadays. I know. They become stricter on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, there, there was uh, the days that 
this is where Regis came to play is the animation and the playing hacky sack and you know I uh, was called Humphrey Giggle Regis because I was contagiously laughing all the time about one thing or another or exploding it into something and embellishing it and make it a different story so I can get people to laugh at. I gave myself a bloody nose playing hack sack. I kicked myself in, in the nose um, and so I was called Noodle Regis. I remember being... Uh, uh, lower down into a sewer to get and, and I was skinny enough to get in this little this little manhole that uh, our hacky sack went into and, and I was the noodle so I was able to get lowered in, in into the into the drain to be able to get that so you know that's where the noodle regus came from and then there was the uh, the uh, the church days where I disappeared, I ended up being uh, from from uh, you know, running and practicing and kind of secluding myself a little bit. And so I was never around Regis. Uh, and then I got my own apartment because that's just how it worked out. There's a whole lot of stories that ended up to to being that independent at the age of 15. I was 16. I had my own apartment. And there was a, you know, dad, stepdad said, well, you're, you're so independent. Why don't we just get you your own apartment? Well, so there, there was a lot of things that happened there. And, and, and so I kind of fell away from the church there cause I kind of picked one thing over the other. And, uh, so gosh, you know, uh, Rodriguez is always around now. What are we going to call him now? Well, you know, first thing Jeff says is we'll call him Regis. So now that personifies the whole Regus. He's the Regus. Don't be a Regus. You're being a Regus. Oh, what happened? Oh, Regus. Oh, say no more. So Regus was born. Rodriguez, from from being a a salute of of regimen and discipline from coach. Hey, you know, Rodriguez, are you living the clean life? Uh. I could sure use a bowl of cereal right around now, Coach. Oh, how? Okay. Why don't you? Uh, you got two miles left before you get back, you know. And it was always called a Fruit Loop, you know. Hey, these trails we'd go on. So we had names for everything. Trails, you know. Take Thistle down to Canyon, up Turkey Trot to to Far Ridge and go down Canyon again, go down the first Canyon, take Far Canyon. And, and so those are the, uh, that, that's, that's the endorphins uh, being matched to the hormones right there. Yeah. So, well, we're going to wrap it up right here until the next episode three. So once again, thank you for listening and have a great day. See you. <laughs>